0: With Dr. Ishan Xu. Let's improve sleep quality and live a healthy life together. Let's go deep into sleep. And now please welcome your host, Ishan. Hi, this is Ishan. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep episode two. Imagine if you are a night owl for many, many years, and you struggle to work really late and cannot get enough sleep and have trouble to get up in the morning, and one day you decide, I'm going to turn myself into an early bird. What's your life going to look like? That's exactly what our today's guest, Pat Flynn, will share with us. His journey of changing sleep that make him a better father, husband, and a more successful entrepreneur. Pat Flynn owns several successful online businesses, and he is a host of two very successful podcasts, The Smart Passive Income and Ask Pat. These two podcasts combined together have earned over 55 million downloads. Let's hear about his journey for a good night's sleep. Hi, Pat. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep.
1: Uh, Thank you, Yishan. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about this today.
0: Great. So I'm so curious, as a successful and busy entrepreneur, are there any challenges with your sleep? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, I think uh, this is something all entrepreneurs and especially people who just are excited about life. You know, it's it's hard to sleep sometimes because there's so many things that we want to do. And especially as an entrepreneur, you uh, have a always growing to do list. You know, the I, I used to work a nine to five job, and I definitely remember what it was like back then. And I remember coming home from work and just being able to turn work off and turn on. Uh, you know, uh, personal life and getting dinner and and then going to sleep and getting ready for work the next day. And it was always more regular that way. But since being an entrepreneur, uh, which started in 2008, so it's been about 11 years since I've been doing this, uh, sleep has been very irregular, and I remember when I first started out, I thought I was uh, in that small group of people who didn't need, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep and, and I could survive. And that's how I got through college. You know, I was an architect, so we were quite busy all the time. And, you know, yeah. I, 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 I felt that there was energy. But as I've gotten a little bit older, I'm, I'm 36 years old now, I've realized that sleep is probably one of the most important things for me as a business owner, as a husband, as a father, for my mood, for my creativity, uh, as as a performer, as somebody who speaks on stage, as somebody who writes a lot of books, I need. I've I've noticed that sleep has been so important, and I only wish that I was a little bit more wiser back then because it makes me wonder how much more energy I would have. And you know, I, I the, the the challenge is just it's hard to turn off being an entrepreneur, and um, especially even even now with. Uh, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you likely are staying up late, you know, watching Netflix or on your device or iPad or in front of your computer doing something, even if it's not work. And I know that you know that that blue light that's emitted—if if you don't, you know, pay attention to that—it it can it can reduce the quality of sleep that you have or make it a little bit harder to sleep. And there's so many challenges to sleep now, and and, and it's tough because I think we're starting to finally realize, thanks to people like yourself, just how important it is. Yet we still are getting in our own way of of of, of doing sleep, uh, and I think I think the biggest thing for me is I used to think that oh well you know I could get an extra hour of work in if I just you know take away an extra hour of sleep, but I've realized that it's it's the opposite. If I actually get more sleep, my work is more productive, and it's just such a challenge because now that I'm on my own and I have so many things to do, you know I I, I often sacrifice sleep for that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I definitely hear a lot of people talking about that. And this is great that you share this. And uh, sounds like when you become entrepreneur, and when you're on your own, life is less structured. So there's a lot more uh, you have to figure out and sometimes tend to prioritize work over sleep, the energy level really connect to sleep. And I'm very curious, because when I took your uh, power up, podcasting class. You mentioned you did something to your sleep. You adjusted, you changed it somehow. And I really want to know, what have you done with your sleep?
1: Yeah. I mean, in uh, architecture and throughout my early parts of my entrepreneurial career, I was a night owl and I would do a lot of my work uh, late at night and I would, I would uh, you know, get a lot of my writing done after midnight. And then I heard about this guy named Hal Elrod, who came out with this book and this uh, sort of movement called The Miracle Morning. And it was about uh, personal development and focusing on uh, not just getting sleep, but waking up earlier, and which obviously means you got to go to bed a little earlier. And, and I, I experimented with that. I wanted to try it and, and see what happens And I soon realized that uh, the early morning wake-up times were much more productive than the stay-up late times. And so I would do things in the morning like uh, journal and meditate and those kinds of things, um, a lot of personal development. And the other cool thing about this was it was before anybody else in the house was woken up. So I had time to myself. And I have two young kids as well, and and I knew that once they were up, it was hard to do work. So it really encouraged me to make sure I was super productive in the morning. So after my personal development stuff, I would get a lot of work done, and I would get it done really fast. I had a a full tank of energy from the night's sleep before. Um, So this is different because before, I would just use whatever fumes were left over in the day to get my work done. But I changed to a morning routine, and it really changed my, uh, my, my sleeping patterns. Um, and in, in addition to that, I mean, there there's always been a number of things that i've I've tried and I've attempted to do. Like, for example, I love to track. and I've been using a device called an aura ring. There's a lot of devices that help you keep track of your sleep and the quality of sleep. but i've using I'm using a uh, it's a ring uh, called the aura ring, o u r a, and it keeps track of your movement at night and 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 it gets very specific in terms of how much light sleep you've had, how much deep sleep, how much REM. And I've been paying attention to, just, okay, well, what I do during the day and how active I am or what I eat even has played a role in my sleep and how that affects the quality of my sleep. And when I wake up in the morning, I sync my ring to my app and it tells me, oh, here's your sleep score. And that's really motivating for me because then I can, I can actually be conscious of what's happening. I think, you know, I went 35 years of my life just sleeping without a care of how great that sleep was. And now I'm actually paying attention and I'm making active choices during the day to uh, influence the quality of my sleep, knowing that it's going to help the next day for me. So that's another thing that I've uh, been doing. And then the last thing uh, has been really focusing on my diet. And I've noticed that since shifting to uh, a keto uh, slash low carb type diet, that it's uh, really been helping me get uh, a lot more longer, deeper sleep, which is really interesting. And, And a weird side effect is when I first went on the keto diet, I've, I've been having these very vivid dreams as well, which is really interesting. And it's gotten me interested in things like lucid dreaming and, and trying to, you know, see what I can do while I sleep to just uh, have more fun with it. I don't know. It's just I've been I've, I'm always experimenting with new things. But those are some of the big things that I've done that have uh, had an effect on my sleep cycle.
0: Wow, that's great! And sounds like you not only shift your circadian rhythm from a night owl to an early morning person and then get a lot done, but you also you are really on top of uh, monitoring your sleep pattern and how that even relates to your uh, like nutrition level, your diet, and all together to adjust yourself to live healthier.
1: Trying, I'm trying, and I'm uh, you know it's not perfect and like the other night, I had some work to do. And I was like, "Uh, okay, I'll stay up later to do this. And knowing that the next day, I wasn't able to do it. So you know, it's not perfect. But I think that the biggest thing for me is even though I uh, know that I'm not perfect all the time, and I do have uh, nights where the sleep score is low, that it just means, you know, I just have to try better next time. And, you know, it's it's just like uh, going on a diet, right? Like you Mm -hmm. can't, Feeling like you have to be 100% perfect. And then the moment you have a, a, a snack, maybe that you shouldn't have, it's all ruined. It just means, oh, no, you just come back and, and try better next time. And that's how I feel about my sleep, too. But I, I, I mean, I, I wake up in the morning and I just assess my feelings and I, I, I look at my app to see, okay, how did I do last night? And it's really motivating for me to improve. And, and also, you know, I do, and it's interesting, I, I look at the score and I'm like, yes, today's going to be a good day. You know, and 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 the the opposite. When I have a bad score, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll do better tomorrow. I never make it. Oh, I failed, but I always make it. Okay, I can do better. Or hey, today's going to be great. And that influences. It does influence my decisions for the day. It does influence my activity for the day. It's just you know how you wake up is is how you uh, have your day. Um, And if you wake up and you start thinking it's going to be a bad day, you know you're probably going to have a bad day. And if you wake up and you have a feeling that like it's going to be a good day, you'll you're more likely to have a productive and good day.
0: Yeah, exactly. This is fascinating how you wake up during the day and start the day. It's so important because in sleep, we always talk about uh, waking up at the same time, actually set anchor for Mm -hmm. your whole day. And it's very important. And you add on more like the attitude you wake up with, how you think about uh, your last night's sleep, how you think about the, the day ahead of you its also play a big role. I really, really like your attitude especially when you have a bad score or not so good score Mm -hmm. a lot of people uh, when you talk about checking the the sleep my worry is a lot of patients i have seen they get so anxious they check their score they're like oh no this is bad i slept poorly last night and what if i can sleep like this for the next several days my sleep is broken but for yeah. you, you are full of hope and you are very optimistic. You see the score, you only say, oh, I will do better tomorrow. That's a lot of hope. That's a lot of like the message you send yourself. It's strong. You are actually empowering yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't always that way. And this is stuff that I've learned as an entrepreneur. The attitude really creates the the reality. And that's how I feel like I've become successful, not because I had anything handed to me. I worked hard to get here, but also I've had a lot of help from people and I've realized that it's the mindset really, that it's the mind that controls the body and that it's the mind that controls the output. And so the more that I can focus on having a better mindset related to anything in my life, the more likely it is I am to be happier ultimately and to have uh, a better life and to be able to better provide for my family and the better I'm able to provide for my audience and serve them too. So it's all about the mindset. And, 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 you know, that's, you know, when you're sleeping, it's the, it's the the brain that gets to recharge and that's where your mindset is. Right. So it's, it's all connected. It's really interesting. And I, I found that just having just number one, like if anybody out there is listening and you're just starting to learn how to sleep better and you're starting to realize the importance of it, I think the most important thing is just, you know, you've already accomplished step one, which is knowing that, hey, this is important. Just like if you have a drinking problem, the first step is to know that you have a drinking problem. And then you can consciously uh, get help, uh, whether that's help from others or uh, helping yourself or reading material or, or listening to podcasts like this and you know, the first step is just being conscious of it. And, and that's why, uh, you know, it's, I think, I think uh, you know, again, it's all about the mindset.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And self-awareness is the foundation, right? The first step. Absolutely. Yeah. And the mindset, similarly to how we treat insomnia, other sleep disorders, we also use a lot of ways to shift people's mindset that sleep is not broken, and sleep can be better there are a lot of hope we just need to adjust ourselves accordingly yeah so i really like the mindset uh piece
1: i think the other part of this is is thinking about okay well what happens if i don't change my ways what happens if i don't focus on uh these important aspects of my life and i think about sleep and i you know there's a lot of good ted talks out there there's there's a guy uh Gosh, I can't remember his name, but he's also a sleep expert. And he was interviewed. Matthew Worker? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. yeah. He
1: was on the Joe Rogan podcast, which I listened mm-hmm. to. And he talked for two and a half hours about sleep and uh, the consequences of, of not getting proper sleep. And I, you know, there's there's Alzheimer's disease and, and right. things like that that can happen later in life that, um, you know, can come along all of a sudden as a result of years and years of poor sleep. And uh, it really scared me because, you know, I, I would. Like I'm imagining my kids older and if I had uh some you know, mental health issues as a result of a lack of sleep, it, it would be a burden to them. It would be sad. It would it would like what if I forget them? That that's like my ultimate nightmare is if I were to uh be older and have them need to take care of me, but then, you know, I forget who they are. I mean that's that's an extreme case, but I think about those things and it makes me uh again, it just it it just helps um it helps solidify the idea of, okay, sleep is important and I must, you know, make sure to take care of myself. And, uh, I have consciously made decisions when I could stay up later to not so that that doesn't happen later in life.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a great motivation to keep on reminding ourselves the, the consequences of losing sleep, not getting enough sleep and not working on sleep. Yeah. So, um, one small point when you mentioned, I'm just curious because I struggle this myself too. I try to, I'm uh, not really a night owl, but I'm an evening tendency person. Mm-hmm. So I try to wake up early, but no matter how hard I try, I have trouble. I think a lot of our listeners have that struggle too. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any tips you to help yourself wake up early, sleep early and wake up early and make it happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some tips that I've heard other people do, and I'll, I'll share mine as well. But one tip that I heard somebody uh, uh, create was they used a tool called uh, I think it was I think it was Meet Edgar, and there's a lot of tools like this Buffer, and, and these are these are website applications where you can pre-write a tweet and pre-schedule it. And this person, his name is James Clear and, and he wrote a book called Atomic Habits and he talks a lot about forming good habits to support your life. And, and this was one of his strategies was uh, he wanted to wake up earlier as well. So he pre-wrote a tweet that goes out every day at I think 5.30 a.m. that his entire audience would see unless he turns it off. And in order for him to turn it off, he has to wake up and turn it off. So if, if he oversleeps, his audience will see a message that says, Hey everybody! I slept. I overslept. Uh, please comment and let me know, like, how shameful I or, or what I, I can't oh, wow. remember the exact language, but it, it wasn't harsh. It was just like him admitting automatically to everybody every day that he didn't wake up on time, and of course, he didn't want that to happen. He didn't want that message to go out, so he created a a, a recurring consequence, a, a light one, but a consequence nonetheless that would go out if he didn't wake up. And I don't, I don't do that. Uh, but that's an interesting strategy that I heard that I, I was just reminded of. So you could do something similar where there is a uh, consequence uh, on a daily basis and, and you'd have to sort of wake mm-hmm. up to turn it off. And, and that, that is enough for him at least to get you out of bed to, to, to do that. For me, my motivator, so n- number one, it's just, uh, I remember when I shifted to the morning routine uh, it was difficult. I, I pressed snooze a lot, and it took me about two weeks to shift from uh, night owl to, to morning person and wake up before five a.m. And uh, it was a lot of uh, failures, a lot of mistakes. But here is the thing that Hal told me because I told him that I was having trouble mm-hmm. waking up early, early, and I was hitting the snooze button a lot. And he says, "You know, every time you hit the snooze button, you're telling yourself." that going uh, back to sleep is more important than the things you have to accomplish today. And so when you go to bed at night, I want you to think about what are the things that you want to accomplish the next day so that when you wake up, those will be on your mind and you'll be less likely to hit that snooze button. And, uh, and I was like, whoa, that's, that's again, mindset, right? And, and so I would wake up and go, okay, what is more important? Hitting this snooze button and getting five more minutes of sleep, only to hit this snooze button again for another five minutes, or this book that I'm writing that could serve tens of thousands of people. Am I going to let five minutes of sleep get in the way of helping these people? Mm-hmm. So that that's another mindset thing, and 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 the other thing about the, um, you know, the alarm uh, and and waking up. You know, I think I think the other mindset shift that I had was, you know, traditionally for the first thirty five, thirty four years of my life, or no, it was. How many years ago did I start the Miracle Morning? It was, it was like five years ago. So for like the first 30 years of my life, anytime an alarm went off, it was for somebody else. Yes, it was for me to wake up, but it was for me to wake up so that I could go to school or drop the kids off to school or go to work for somebody else. Never had I considered that I could wake up for me and work on me time. And when I made that mental shift as well, combined with everything else that I just mentioned, it was like, oh, this alarm right now is for me so that I have time to work on myself. And uh, before anybody else, before I get to devote my energy to somebody else's career or, and their dream, before I have to worry about getting the kids to school, I can work on me. And so uh, waking up for me motivated me to, to get out of bed early in the morning and start, and start working uh, on that.
0: This is great. I really like that. I'm going to have to try that. And uh, I believe that can help me to get up early too. Yeah. Uh, great. I mean, you're helping
1: people on this podcast, <laughs> right? And and they need you yeah. to <laughs> have all this information. I don't know if you're going to be writing a book one day. I hope you do. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you were doing that, would you just say, oh, I'll go back to sleep? Or knowing you have all these people who are listening, all these people who could read your books and, and blogs and all that stuff, like,
0: right. you know, exactly. there's so many...
1: The, 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 there, there's a reason to wake up,
0: right? There's yes. Yes. And I love the me-timed part too. Yeah. Great. So um, the last question, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners on this podcast, they struggle with sleep one way or another. And I want to ask you, what are some top three tips you have about sleep that you want to really share with them?
1: Yeah, so one thing I learned is is that we sleep in cycles. Uh, you know, we go through light and deep and then REM and then we just go through that cycle again and again in about an hour and a half time periods. It's just our rhythm. And, uh, you know, having tracking will show you that. But I realized that actually sometimes, this might sound weird, but if you wake up earlier you uh you, you actually are more energized, meaning if you wake up uh, as cycles are starting again. If you have your alarm go off uh, in a period where you're in, in deep sleep, you're usually going to wake up a lot more groggy. It's going to take more time to get uh, you know started in the day, and, and that can often set you off uh, for a bad day if you considered what we talked about earlier. So usually, if you can get sleep in about an hour and a half increments, so you know waking up, for example uh, with six hours of sleep is better than six and a half hours of sleep, but the ultimate would be seven and a half hours of sleep, uh, versus eight. Again, this is what I've learned. I don't know if, uh, that's, that's what you teach, uh, Ishan, but, Mm -hmm. um, that, that's what I found and and tracking that has confirmed that for me. So that's, that's tip number one is see what you can do to try to wake up in between cycles, not in the middle Mm -hmm. of cycles. Uh, you'll, you'll have far more energy. Uh, number two, a coffee curfew. I am a coffee drinker and I would drink coffee throughout the day and, and throughout my work time. And, and then, you know, my last cup of coffee, coffee usually was around 4 p.m., which would make it a lot harder to sleep because, um, you know, coffee has like an eight hour uh, half uh, life and it's still in your system and it's more difficult to sleep. You can suffer from insomnia if you have that caffeine in you still. So I have a coffee curfew of about 1 p.m. And I found that that's made a dramatic difference in me in terms of how easy it is for me to fall asleep and the quality of sleep that I have as well. My heart's not racing as fast when I'm sleeping too. If you have a lower heart rate while you sleep, you'll get better, deeper sleep. So that's number two is that coffee curfew. If you're a coffee drinker, have a cutoff time so that by the time you're falling asleep, uh, hopefully at the same time every day, you're able to get into sleep much sooner. And then finally is uh, I've realized that sleeping in a little bit colder environment allows me to go to sleep a little bit faster and also have better sleep as well. So um, I am not wearing heavy pajamas. The air condition has uh, made the house a little bit cooler and and sometimes the windows are open as well uh, so that it's a little bit colder because um, I'm just, I don't know the science behind it, but I found that 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 does work. Uh, along with keeping the room as dark as possible. This is why when we go to hotels and we have that blackout curtain and everything's completely dark we just have an easier time to sleep it's because it's completely pitch black and, you know, sleeping with the TV on or some lights on, it can be a little bit more difficult to get sleep. Even when you are, uh, when your eyes are closed, your skin, I think, has receptors that can still feel that light and it's going to reduce the amount of, um, you know, ease when it comes to falling asleep.
0: Yeah, great. I love all three tips. And actually all three tips has some science behind it. Hmm. Even though you don't know it, I think you are, you are uh, finding what works for you. That's exactly what sleep is about. Sleep is a very individual thing. There's a lot of science behind it, but we, we adjust it to make it work for different individuals. I like that. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, Pat, I know you have a book that you're going to release. I'm actually very excited about that. I already pre-ordered it. Oh, you thank want- you. Yeah, th- definitely. I, uh, do you want to introduce that book to us? Oh, yeah,
1: I would love to. Thank you, Shan, for, for allowing me to share this. It's, it's not it doesn't have to do with sleep per se, but it is uh, involved with business and entrepreneurship. So anybody out there who's listening, who's just curious about my style of of entrepreneurship, you know, I am a business owner who really focuses on the experience that people have in my, in my brand. And that's really helped me earn a lot of uh, really big raving fans and super fans. And I'm, I'm just a, a, a dude in San Diego who is, podcasting from his own house, yet I can go somewhere and tweet that I'm going to be at a restaurant somewhere. And then my fans will come out and, and meet me. And it's just incredible. Wow. And uh, they're there to support me and they buy every product and, and that kind of stuff. This is where business, I I feel, should be done. Just like in the old days where you would go uh, buy bread from Bob the Baker because Bob uh, knew your family and you and you knew Bob and you had a relationship with him versus how a lot of people are doing business today, which is, you know, these lifeless ads and and just spamming and and all kind of stuff uh so this book is called Superfans, and it's a book uh, to help you learn how to grow your business and and grow your tribe and and build a future proof business and it's uh for all levels of business owners but i'm very thankful that uh you know a lot of people have been resonating with this message and the book comes out on august 13th and it's available on amazon and barnes and noble and, and other places that you can get books And uh, just, I I hope people will, uh, after listening to this, if they have a little inkling of becoming an entrepreneur themselves, maybe you own your own practice. It doesn't kind of doesn't matter what kind of business you have, offline or online. You know, you want to build for amazing experiences, and I think that you're going to find a lot of great tips and strategies in this book to help you uh, help you get that, even if you're just starting out. And you know, it's fun. There's a lot of fun stories in there, and a lot of good examples from you know, solo uh, entrepreneurs and YouTubers, like from those kinds of people all the way to Fortune 500 companies and, and companies like Lego and how they're building fans. And these things are so important today. And, and I know that, uh, Ishan, you're building fans right now by providing some tons of uh, amazing value here on the show. And, and hopefully mm-hmm. I've earned some fans today from from you as well. And uh, yeah. So pick it up. Superfans by Pat Flynn. You can find it on Amazon. If, if, uh, you should, I don't know if you have a, a link or something that you want to share with, with people after this, but, um, I, I hope you all, you all grab it and, and enjoy it. And I look forward to uh, learning more about you and, and how you might be starting your business too. And thank you again for allowing me to share that.
0: Yes. Great. Definitely. All this information will be found on the show note Perfect. for sure. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you for coming, Pat, today. And I learned a lot from you, and I'm sure the listeners learn a lot from you. And uh, uh, these are valu- very valuable information. Thank you very much for your time.
1: Thank you, and uh hope you all get a good night's sleep tonight.
0: <laughs> I have really enjoyed this conversation with Pat Flynn. Just like what he said, prioritizing our sleep is prioritizing our health. Hopefully, whoever is listening, you learn as much as what I have learned. You can find more information about Pat and his book and the other resources he talked about in our show note. Our website is deepintosleep.co and his show notes located at deepintosleep.co slash episode slash 002. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who is struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia.